I love that. We do need people to step up and we need courageous people. We need people to also to, to call out things as well. Totally. We do. We need those people. And the more that come uh, that, that are brave and courageous like that, I think then I think everybody's just kind of waiting for it's like, who's going to be the first one who steps out on the dance floor? You ever go to you go to a wedding, right? Or you go to some special occasion and they're, they're playing dance music and you're looking around and nobody's on the dance floor. It reminds me, actually, when you brought that up, what I was getting a visual of was like a junior high school dance, a junior high like school one dance. Of your, yes. It's one of your very first dances. Yes. Everyone's standing around like, well, who's going to dance first? And- I was always that kid that would go out on the dance because I couldn't help. They would play some Michael Jackson and I'd be like, oh, my God, I can't stand still. Oh, my God, oh my God, I got to go out. Of the-. And I would go out on the dance floor. And and lo and behold, as soon as that first person goes out on that dance floor, then it gives other people the courage to come out on the dance floor. Isn't that funny? That's how we are as humans. We are waiting for someone to go on the dance floor, Jennifer. Welcome to Out of the Box with Christine. Are you willing to step into your greatness? Are you ready to shine? Well, get ready, Truth Seeker. You're in for an amazing ride. And now, here's the host of the show, Christine Blasdale. Welcome back to Out of the Box with Christine. I am your host, Christine Blasdale. I am a media coach, podcast coach, author, and of course, expert authority, business advisor for wonderful conscious entrepreneurs who want to get their message out into the world through podcasting, vodcasting, all that good stuff. And today I am very excited. Um, I was uh, telling her before I hit record that I got the goosebumps when uh, when I, I was wanting to uh, to have her on the show. And the goosebump meter for the Blasdale goosebump meter means uh, it's the universe's way of saying yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. You need to move forward on this. So I'm very happy to share uh, with my wonderful audience, my guest today, Jennifer Spore, who is a spiritual advisor. She's a channel and Akashic Records master consultant and teacher. And she also helps business owners navigate the world and share their true gifts uh, with, with the world around them and find their soul's purpose. And so I'm very happy to have Jennifer on out of the box. Welcome. Thank you so much. And what an amazing, tremendous welcome. I have goosebumps. I'm ah, well, that's for cool. this conversation. We're going to have so much fun. We are because this is one of my favorite topics. So um, I'm very, very happy uh, to have you on. Now, um, I like story and I, I think your story is quite relatable and something that I would love to have you share. You, you, you haven't always been in the Akashic Records business, have you? <laughs> you had a sort of a bit of a, an epiphany one time in your life, didn't you? Yeah, I love this question because I believe that we have several epiphanies. There are several, you know, journeys of evolution that we go through, catalyzers, you know, however we want to word those. But yes, there was an initial kind of flipping on the light switch. sort of uh, story. So um, I've been doing this work for several years now, but before that, I was living a 
life that, you know, where traditional society teaches us essentially what it means to achieve success. I had checked many of those boxes off the list. I worked in retail, actually, in the retail industry for a really long time. And and I loved it so much. And it turns out, you know, part of the reason why was because I, I love helping people so much. I like to often say that um, in in that time of my life, I was like dating my purpose, but not, you know, like totally married to it <laughs> unknowingly for a while. But anyways, um, I established a really successful career and basically just reached a place in my life where I wasn't feeling challenged anymore as much and which I've always been a huge I'm a huge student of life, you know, and so I also felt like I wasn't making as much of a difference. And I would say that's really when I started to wonder, you know, what's next, like the fog started to lift. Uh, I didn't take action right away, though, big action. What I did do right around that time was started to kind of on the side embark on this journey of rediscovering who I was, because I also realized I didn't really know who I was, because or not anymore, at least at that point, because I was on all of the time in my job and my career. And, and when I wasn't doing that, I was directing all of my time more around, you know, what friends or family wanted to do. And so at the end of the day, it was like, wow, you know, like, what are my values these days? <laughs> you know, what are my desires and what do I want? Um, and, and I've also been very intuitive and very sensitive and gifted in that way as well. So at that time, I started doing some deeper exploration. It was about actually about a year, year and a half after that. I was still in the same career and my mom was diagnosed with terminal lung cancer. And there was a time it was it was a very challenging journey <laughs> that could be a whole episode of itself but to say there was a time um, I was flying back and forth to be with her as much as I could and to help out my family as much as I could at the time I was living on the east coast in the United States and and my mother was living where I live now in Idaho which was basically on the opposite end of the country so there was a defining moment which which was my catalyzer, which was my light switch flipping on. And I was sitting at her bedside. This was just days before she passed. And my phone started blowing up from my work at the time. And it was an issue, you know, some kind of issue that was happening that needed to be resolved. And so once again, and it could have been for the hundredth time or the, the thousandth time, I don't know, but I was being given an opportunity to choose, you know, am I going to be fully present to what was happening there? Or am I going to choose to be fully present with my mom, who, which, by the way, I, I actually think that was the last time that I saw her, that was the last visit. And so it was in that moment that I made the decision that I was done, done allowing myself to feel like I was stuck in my life. Uh, essentially my courage exceeded my fear in that moment. And I had no idea <laughs> what was in front of me beyond that moment. Just, I just knew that I needed to change, that I needed to make a big change. And so uh, it was shortly after that time that I ended up voluntarily stepping down from my career because uh, during that time, remote work wasn't a culture, you know what I mean? And I was living so far away. And after my mom died, I wanted to be physically closer to where my remaining family was. 
So I ended up stepping down from my career and much like the lyrics of a country song, literally <laughs> rented out my house, packed up my car and headed out west, drove across the country uh, by myself in like four days. That's a whole other story. And it was really awesome and freaking liberating as hell. <laughs> but it was really that whole journey of transition is really when it started. It was during that time after I had moved that I was figuring out what was next that I realized I had such an abundance of support in healers, therapists, coaches. But at the time, I was hard pressed to find support from someone who could relate to what this awakening that I was experiencing, but also to support me in actually integrating who I was becoming into my physical reality. And that's when I got the idea to become an entrepreneur, to dedicate my path to helping others step into their truth, to remember the truth of who they are and pursue their highest path here. Oh, I love that. And, and you were talking about to the, the, uh, the thing of, it's sort of like jumping off a cliff where you don't know what you don't know what is going to happen. You have absolutely no idea, but you also have that faith that whatever you're, you'll, you'll be caught, <laughs> you know, you, you're jumping off, yes. but you, you will, you yes. will have a soft landing or you'll be, you'll be going yes. to someplace that you need to go. And that because that can be a very scary thing for people to leave everything that they know. Right. And to absolutely. To do, yeah. But that's how you yeah. that's how things change as well. Well, it is. And it's also really how creation and how creating your reality works. I mean, so many of us have been influenced by this societal programming that we that circumstances have to be just so you have to be in this place financially or in this path on your life in order to make a big change like that. And it's just not true. It's actually the ideas, our imagination, the soul-led nudges that come to us. When we receive that guidance, that is the time, not when our fear-based you know, ego mind tells us that it's the time. Well, and isn't it, that it, it, it's also that, that, um, that innate, that need, that need to, to stick with the tribe. Right. I think it goes back to our caveman days of, you know, oh, I, I need to do, I need to pretend. So, so be wrapped up in societal norms. I need to pretend that I fit in. So I'll do the nine to five job or I'll have the house with the pick a fence, yeah. whatever it is. Um, because if not, I'll get kicked out of the cave and then the dinosaur is going to eat me. <laughs> yes. I love that you bring this up actually, because we are, our part of our innate nature is to be connected, is to be part of a group. Uh, it's just what happens when you're having awakenings like this and making big changes like this is that the tribe that you were with or the community that you're with may not be moving forward at the same frequency that you are. And it might be time to find a new tribe. Uh, relationships are something that people are really challenged in navigating. And yeah. I'm 
not exempt from that experience on my own personal journey either. To be honest with you, you know, there are some relationships that flourished as a result of making that change in my life. And there are other relationships that ended up going away completely. I think it's just a willingness to have, you don't have to be without fear, okay? It's just a decision, a willingness to have the courage to honor the truth of who you really are and know that the relationships that that resonate with that are going to fall into place or flourish as a result. Um, absolutely. Uh, you know, I, and I have uh, the, uh, the, I think this is from doing so many years in radio, in broadcasting. Um, I have, a, I can hear the audience, right? I can hear the audience with questions. And the question is, but how do I know who I really am? How do mm-hmm. I know what I'm here for? How do I know what my life's purpose is? Now, that's a very large quadrillion dollar question. <laughs> but I, I, I'm, I'm hearing it in my head. Yeah. It's like the audience is going, yeah, but how do I know? Um, so I'll, I'll yeah. offer this to you. <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. The easiest indicator is follow your joy. It is not a cliche saying. It's, it's actually very true. <laughs> when you pay attention to the the way that you love to spend your time, pay attention to what lights you up, to what brings you joy, to what inspires you, what inspires you to feel good, because it really is all about feeling good. And so using your, your emotions as a GPS, so to speak, is an excellent way to get to know more about the truth of of who you are. Um, And you're also a divine creator being, right? Like you're here to create and joy is synonymous with creatorship. So use your joy GPS. Yes, I love what you said. Joy you can GPS. you can have that. You, you I, that's yours. You know, <laughs> that's it's just like we were kind of saying earlier, right? And I was in this space on my journey in my other career where I checked off all those boxes because those were the boxes that I thought initially that I needed to check off to feel fulfilled. And then, wow, you know, I hit a ceiling because I realized that that you know, that checking off all the boxes, seeking for um, something outside of myself to yes. fulfill myself wasn't the answer. I needed to figure out who I was to truly feel that. I, yeah, and I, I love the idea of, of seeking that joy because uh, like in my, with, with coaching clients and things like that, I love seeing that spark. I love teach. I'm a teacher, really. I'm a coach, but I mean, I'm, I'm a teacher and I love teaching people, giving people the skills and the tools so that they can go on and create and share their stories or share their wisdom or share their expertise with a much wider audience. Right. So that it's it's that uh, ripple effect. So they get to share their uh, inspiration or their motivation, all those things. And then that affects other people. And then they share that. And I love that. That's like, I'm, that's what I'm passionate about because I love seeing that spark. And I talk about, I have a client that's she's 76 now and 
she said, oh, and she's from Brooklyn. She says, oh, Christine, I don't know if I can do this podcast thing and the, the YouTube videos. She's like, I'm I'm not very technologically savvy when it comes to the computer. And I said, I said, Barbara, don't worry. I'm going to keep it simple for you because she's a master Reiki healer. She's been doing um, uh, spiritual work for ever. And she wanted to just sh- to, to share the message um, about Reiki healing, but also about hypnotherapy and all that good stuff. And so I taught her and now she's got like 85 episodes. She's tearing it up. And, you know, she's in her late eight, uh, late seventies with her own podcast and YouTube channel. And she's reaching people that she could never reach in her little office in, you know, uh, Westlake village, you know, and that's the joy. I love doing that. So if people who are listening to this or watching this, um, can tap into those things that bring them joy. Your message to them is go for it, go for it, go for it. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I'm, I'm sure everyone at least listening here has already noticed. I mean, a lot of the societal structures that many of us have known to always be true are, are crumbling. There are so many big shifts and changes happening into the world, you know, I mean, and did some of those structures really ever flow or work that well to begin with? Who knows? But, but one thing is for sure is that nothing happens at random. And if you're living here during this time, and you're listening to this podcast episode, and you're being called to something, and you know that it lights you up, know that that is like your green light <laughs> to go to go for it because we need we need you we we need people like you we we need people who have the courage to mm. step forward and to show up as their authentic selves to lead the mm. way forward i love that we do need people to step up and we need courageous people we need people to also to, to call out things as well is, you know, yes. to, to be those brave souls that go, you know, I see the guy, I see the one with the wizard behind the curtain, right? Totally. We, we need those people. <laughs> totally. We do. We need those people. And the more that come uh, that, that are brave and courageous like that, I think then I think everybody's just kind of waiting for it's like, who's going to be the first one who steps out on the dance floor? You ever go to you go to a wedding, right? Or you go to that, some special occasion and they're, they're playing dance music and you're looking around and nobody's on the dance floor. It reminds me actually, when you brought that up, what I was getting a visual of was like a junior high school dance, a junior high like school one dance. Of your, yes. It's one of your very first dances. Yes. Everyone's just standing around like, well, who's going to dance first? And- I was always that kid that would go out on the dance because I couldn't help. They'd play some Michael Jackson and I'd be like, oh my God, I can't stand still. Oh my God, oh my God, I gotta go out of the, and I would go out on the dance floor. And, and lo and behold, as soon as that, first person goes out on that dance floor then it gives other people the courage to come out on the dance floor isn't that funny that's how we are as humans we are waiting for someone to go on the dance floor jennifer i remember i remember it being in junior high i remember the person that i danced with for the first time and i remember the song and guess what song it was what? whitney houston how will i know <laughs> i know that's such a great song <laughs> so do i she's such an angel oh my gosh that is so funny. Yeah. Um, now let's, cause I know another question I'm getting telepathically from the audience is you mentioned earlier, this 
word called Akashic. And you said Akashic Records. What the heck is Akashic Records? Um, uh, would you mind sharing what what the Akashic Records are? And maybe even better, does everybody have an Akashic Record or is it just a select few? Yeah, that's a great question. So everybody has Akashic Records. Very simply, the Akashic Records are your soul's record the and very you know to put into more like kind of earthy sort of human speak it's like the library for your soul right so your soul is eternal your soul has all of these multi-dimensional experiences different lifetimes you know past present and future all of those experiences are essentially recorded in the akasha which is the collective consciousness and then each individual being has their own records so that's in very simple terms what they are everyone has them everyone can access them uh i've studied a lot of different modalities reiki light body work and such and um the akashic records are really beyond a modality because they're an aspect of you they're a part of you and so it's very empowering to know that you literally can have access to this limitless storehouse of information for your soul. In all my years of experience on my own personal journey and that of working with clients, uh, the Akashic Records are one of the most direct paths to ascension and and, and growth. It, it's kind of like taking a shortcut, right? It's like, because yeah, right. as humans in, in a lot of times in our day-to-day -day reality, again, we can be influenced by programming that tells us, oh, your growth and that your journey to change has to feel difficult and it has to feel hard and it has to feel like it takes a long time. And that's not true. What it's about is our willingness to shift. And if we are sincere in our willingness to shift into a higher frequency, that can happen right away. I mean, I've had, I work with, you know, clients in longer term mentorship containers, but I also do a lot of just single Akashic Records reading sessions. And like I had a client comment one day that her life was changed in 25 minutes. You know, I've had someone else tell me all of these shifts that occurred uh, just within a couple of days of having our session from one session. That's just to illustrate that when when you are setting the intention and you're willing and open to receive and open to make the shift, working in your records directly at a soul level, that can you can literally set an intention to manifest something and, and it can happen. It's like collapsing space and time. It's it's balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's balls. <amaze> <laughs> I just love that word. I had to like throw that. Well, in because there. I and I think like as you were saying, you know that the 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 framework is oh you need to work you need to work harder you need to work you know it's going to take a long time you need to go sit on a mountaintop in a you know lotus position, uh, but the idea that there's that direct connection that we have to our, to who we are, our soul, yeah. our soul's purpose, our lives, or not just our past lives, our past lives, our future lives, all those different things that are running, you know, together. I love that you, that you say that it's not, and because we think sometimes we can think as human beings, we think linear, right? We think, yeah, you got to start here. 
like the navman thingy, like the navigator thing. Uh, here's point A going to point B. It's going to take you X amount of uh, hours and how many miles or kilometers you're going to travel in order to get there. And that's not true when it comes to your your Akashic records, right? That's not, that's not the way. Exactly. Because linear time and that only exists on the earth plane, like beyond this physical 3d reality, everything past, present and future that, that as humans, we perceive as past, present and future is all happening in the now. Our existence is multi-dimensional see right there you blew some people's spark plugs they were like <laughs> they were like what do you wait a second my past and my future and my present is all playing out at the same time they're like yes ah. because our yeah so we could go down a rabbit hole on that for sure <laughs> i want to kind that of finish part that off by by elaborating a bit to say that when we refer to soul purpose soulmates everything that we put soul in front of when we're talking about soul we're actually only talking about our a fragment of our soul so we have an oversoul right the the fright and then our soul there are all these fragments of our soul that is out in in the akasha out in the consciousness having all of these experiences so when i'm saying past present and future and everything is happening in the now that's in kind of more simpler terms. That's what I'm talking about. I I, I was uh, someone many years ago gave me a reference and it helped me too. is, uh, you know, like in the olden days, we used to have record players. <laughs> and, oh, I know, I miss those. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's the sp- and on the spindle, and it used to be even you could stack records. So like if you wanted to play, you know, one piece of vinyl, You play that. And then when the song, you know, when the album is over, the needle goes back and then another record would come on top of it. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't negate that there's that there there is still a record underneath it, but then there's a record. So the idea was that all of these different things are sort of all together, even though the needle is maybe at this moment playing that particular record. Does that make sense? Exactly. Is that that a good analogy um, or is that like is that too old of an analogy? analogy? It's it's a good analogy because even within, you know, this current lifetime that your soul is experiencing, this fragment of your soul, there are limitless dimensions that exist within that, right? That reflect different paths that you can choose based upon your own free will. So yeah. you can see how each one of us is truly limitless in our choices and, and what we can create. I love that. Wow. What a cool, what a cool job you have cool. too, helping people <laughs> with that. So, it's so, fun. so, um, so with the work that you do, so people can have um, a session with you and just go over their Akashic records, dive into that, but then they also can have um, a longer uh, working relationship with you. I would, I would think too, that you could help them um, not with their, just their personal life, but also their business life is also like, helping them with the, with their careers and the things that they're doing, um, tapping into some of that soul power, I would, I would assume. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. To all of that. So my mission and purpose, just all encompassing is supporting people and mostly women that I work with in finding their truth, remembering the truth of who they are and aligning to that 
timeline, right? So the highest purpose and mission that they're here to fulfill, whatever that calling is for them. And that could be, and sometimes it is, I call it soul-led business. You know, sometimes it's uh, there. I work with a lot of business owners, probably 70% of my clients. And then there are also people that that calling could be a book. That calling right. could be any other number Creating of a podcast. Things, right? <laughs> exactly. Creating a podcast. Absolutely. It can be any one of those things. That's actually what I do. So I, everybody has their own style of working with people, but for me, I, I, beyond and within working in the Akashic records, I have a gift for being able to connect with someone and tap into their highest path. Like I can Beautiful. connect with someone's energy in the records and know what that is for them I can see it and I can feel it and then also what distortions might be in their body right that are blocking them or causing it to feel hard for them to move forward and achieving that and and I'm a channel as well so sometimes I, I've channeled very detailed business offerings for people or you know coaches and healers or it's really just dependent upon what the person's unique path is. But what uh, it all comes back to is like, I'm here to help them remember that. I I need to book a session with you. <laughs> you can. That would be wonderful. Yeah. So I do offer single sessions. I do have pretty much a, a handful of people that I work with privately longer in longer term containers. And then I also teach the Akashic records. I have I a quarterly virtual retreat that I do just for a few hours a day over a weekend where I work with people in a, in a group kind of sisterhood sort of circle retreat setting to, um, to experience that transformation, because I believe, you know, like imagine what kind of worlds we could be living in if everyone had access to themselves at this level, like yes. how empowering is that? And amazing is that? So I, I love teaching people how to do this as well. That's your passion. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, can, I can clearly see that. So if people yes. want to find out more information, if they want to uh, get on your uh, get on your newsletter list as well. Where do they where do they go, Jennifer? Yeah, so the best place for all things Jennifer to go is my website, jennifersport.com. I believe I included the link for you, but I also have an amazing free meditation activation journey called Highest Destiny. So if you are feeling called, right, to evolve and step into that next evolution, uh, that journey will aid you in doing that. I've actually had many people message me after after listening to that to tell me that they've listened to it several times and each time they have a different experience because the journey is actually done in the akashic records so there's an energy of that when you're in there and i have that link i do have that link and i'll make sure i'll uh post it in the show notes so um as well as a link to your, your website jennifer and it's s-e-o-r.com your website for folks to click on and um that's very um wonderful uh, free gift the um, meditation and activation from you um on highest destiny that link will also be in the show notes so people can just click on that and enjoy it 
Oh my goodness. Yes. And then, um, and then I hope that they do get in touch with you. I want to thank you so very much for being with me today. Now my brain is like, I'm going, okay, look, let's see all, all the stuff that's possible. And I'll definitely um, get in contact with you and set up my own personal journey with you as well. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for joining me today. And I hope you had a good time as well. Thank you. It was so much fun and an honor. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And I want to thank you wonderful listeners on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Audible, all those great audio platforms. I want to thank you for, for joining us today. And also those that are watching on YouTube, thank you so much for your support of the show over the many years. I think it's the seventh or eighth year. I don't keep track um, but I want to thank you so much for your support. If you want to know more about the, uh, the show, you can go to out of the box with Christine.com. If you want to know more about my coaching, you can go to christineblasdale.com or expertauthoritycoach.com. All those links will be in the show notes. So don't fret. You don't have to write it down. Just click the link in the show notes. And until next time, as I always say, remember to think outside that damn box. Bye for now. <laughs>